Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And happy Throwback Thursday. It's that time again, my friends. And happy... 70th anniversary. This is our 70th I My Favorite Thing. We've done 70 of these. We have done 70 of these. That's insane. Right? Can you imagine? That means that we, including our, our Monday podcasts where we interview somebody, we've done 140? At least 140. Because <laughs> you and I That's insane, Ron. have looked at each other <laughs> with blank stares on our faces uh. and done 140 of these. Wow. Um, wow. That means that we have a hundred and that means that combined our favorite things have been 140 favorite things. We have 140 favorite things. Oh my gosh. And I, and I'm, and, and he, I still think I'm going to run out, but I don't, I just keep no, liking we keep, more we and more keep things. Getting in, except, although I will say this, Kevin and I have talked about the fact that we, Oh God, we might actually like repeat ourselves at some point. So I put together an Excel spreadsheet yes. of things that we've done. And some of the, I look at some of the things that I'm like, what? Like, why do TV commercials with Broadway I, actors I know, the, or the, Spotify. I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and I really, you guys, I really, uh, to this, I'm last week or two weeks ago was the Spotify. And I know that I'm like a little ashamed of it, but I'm still rocked every time I'm like, surely this obscure musical cannot be possibly on Spotify. And it is. And oh, I'm completely rocked by it. Your, so your list is, I stand by it. And you know, I don't know if you do this as well. Do you ever do Apple music? It's Apple Music. You pay nine ninety nine a month. So it's basically like Spotify. It's just like Spotify. So and could they have some amazing stuff on there, too. I'm impressed. But I'm, I'm so happy that it's available to all the listeners. I agree. Including, yeah. you know, ourselves, um, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, I, I must apologize first because I'm still hoarse. We had Robbie Rizell on <laughs> last week, and uh, I, I am still laughing at him there was things we we cut out a lot and there's things that we said after we got done that is i can't he's a riot and here's the thing that i never really realized about him is that he really had my dream job as a kid like i wanted to produce broadway not produce but be a part of cast albums and he literally makes them for a living but you're on two of them on on, yeah right yeah no yeah i was uh i was in i was in the little night music one and then i music was music supervisor for the newest marvelous wonderettes cast album that came out last year mazel tov yeah dream on rob 
Dream on. You mean dream on about me having That's my own Broadway record? That's not a command. No, no. That is the title of that Marvelous One Dress album. My album is selling pretty well. <laughs> the Madman of the Upper West Side. <laughs> Madman of Harlem. It's me and I love it. Phyllis Newman. <laughs> I sing and then Phyllis oh, goes, she'd, would, she'd you, would you let me out now, please? <laughs> like, no, Phyllis. Oh, gosh. Sing Subways are for sleeping. <laughs> I just can't wait to. Oh. I see you with clothes on. <laughs> Thank you That's for that. That's for sleeping. That's on Spotify. That's uh, yeah. Speaking of things that are on, what is on your list for this week's favorite thing? I am really excited about this one. We're going to try to get to these a little faster because somebody, I asked somebody recently, I'm like, what do you, what do you think of our favorite things last week? And they're like, oh yeah. They're like, well, you talked for 40 minutes and then you mentioned the favorite thing at the end. <laughs> I was like, okay. I had mixed results. I think I'm sorry. Someone else said that to me. They're like, yeah, it was great. You guys went off on a couple tangents, but uh, I was like, Tan- us? No. Tangents? Uh, Please. I don't we, know what you're talking about. Every word we say is from the word of God. <laughs> uh, well, I've had some, I was away for a little bit, and so now I'm back, and I, we had, it's fun to record these again, and I, I've done my research, and I'm actually very excited about this one. This is a really random one, though. But that makes it sound like you don't do research. Kevin always comes prepared with little note no, cards. I do always. I do have my little yellow note card. Uh, but when I when we have like when we haven't done these for six weeks, it gives me more time. And I was away doing a gig, oh, so I yeah. had lots of downtime. Yeah. So I, I I went I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Like I mean, oh amazing, like no one's business. Okay, and, great. But this is one that has been with me since college. Uh, one of the staff accompanists at Baldwin Wallace College, now University, uh, <laughs> she put me onto this Australian film. However. This is. I would like to feature this as the soundtrack. So this is this is my other than Rio that I did months ago. This is my second soundtrack because you know, listeners, as you know, we do not call a Broadway recording a soundtrack. We call that an original cast recording. But if it's from a movie, it's a soundtrack. So this is a soundtrack from an Australian film from 1998. I can, if you've heard of it, I will be rocked. I will tell you that the director of this film, his name is one Stephen Elliott, who directed Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Is Rod it? Taylor starred in this, oh. and Rod Taylor is an old Australian actor who was in lots and lots of movies. It is a wacky, weird, messed up film. I know it. It's from Australia. Right? Yeah, that's right. Good eye, mate. Hello. The musical. It, <laughs> good eye, mate. No, but it is such an Australian title. Are you ready? Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Okay, here's what I think is now happening. <laughs> I making... think you make things up, <laughs> and you go home, and you laugh with your wife, and go, boy, Rob is so stupid, he <laughs> fell for another one. This one was called Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Yeah, Whoop Whoop, W-O-O-P, W-O-O-P. A film you anti-Semitic 19- bastard. And I haven't even told you the plot. You don't even know. So uh, Whoop Whoop is actually a, like an Australian phrase for a town that's in the that's off the map. That's in the that's a village that is not on the map that's lost in like the middle of nowhere. So where we would say like, but fuck Egypt. Exactly. Exactly. They, well, that whoop, sounds, whoop. Whoop, yeah. whoop sounds nicer. So you say potato, I say whoop whoop. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you actually really are laughing. That's funny. It sounds like a bad community theater play. <laughs> what, what is it you, say, you say potato, I say whoop whoop. Starring Karen Morrow at the <laughs> Doodle like Theater. The nursing home production. You say potato, I say whoop whoop. Put Alma back in her room. Uh, So this is um, like a gramophone. Wait till I haven't even gotten the good stuff. Uh, So um, this movie is about an American man who is a smuggler of birds who goes to Australia to do his smuggling, Uh, and on his journeys he meets a native 
a woman, a girl, uh, as he's traveling in his van. She, they seduce each other. They have a little courtship. Um, How old is this girl? Uh, she's like probably, you know, I'm sure she's like 20 or 21 oh, and he's God. like 20, 21 and they like, and it's like a pretty like raunchy sex scene actually in the van. But, but that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is that she knocks him out, kidnaps him. She, she, she kidnaps him and brings him to her town. Whoop, whoop, which is off the map. No one's heard of. Why has no one heard of this town? Because this town is run by Rod Taylor's character. Um, and it's basically a town that time forgot. And it's an, it's basically authoritarian rule, which masquerades as trying to like benefit everybody, but he runs everything in this town. They, they stopped, like at some point when they had con- a, some connection to society, they knew about Rogers and Hammerstein. And the town worships Rogers and Hammerstein. In fact, they play Rogers and Hammerstein cast recordings on a loop over the loudspeaker in their desert town constantly 24 hours a day. So you're always hearing. And this movie got permission. I, I was going to email Ted Chapin, who is the, runs the Rogers and Hammerstein organization, and I, I just didn't get to it. But I, I want to ask him because I remember at the time that they got special permission from the Rogers and Hammerstein organization in the late 90s when they weren't giving away rights to this. So the reason why I want to feature the soundtrack is because the soundtrack has about 10 or 11 songs on it that are mostly Rogers and Hammerstein songs. However, these songs were all remade. So I'm going to give you an example. What do you have? You have nothing like a dame, but it's done and reimagined by a ska band called Real Big Fish. So it's like, there is nothing like a dame, nothing in the world. Like a wacky, weird version of nothing like a dame. Or Welcome to I can't say no. <laughs> by a woman named Poe, P-O-E, which is a grunge, sexy rock version. <laughs> and, it, and they reimagine the song. It's it's still like the standard, like it's not the arrangement, but it's the same tempo, the same melody. And she's like this sexed up woman singing it. Like, I'm just a girl. Who... But at the end of it, they like make it like an orgasmic thing. So she's like, <laughs> the, the song she sings. Are you going to orgasm on my say song? no, no, yes, yes. <laughs> so by the end of the song, she says, yeah. I have never even heard of this movie. It is. So when I was in college, this staff accompanist, we would, I stayed at her house with my girlfriend at the time, Trista, and we painted her house and listened to this wacky, messed up recording. But it's actually really fun. Another Another song. Well, Boy George does the title song, the Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Um, but there's a Bally High that's a, an electronic music version of Bally High. Then uh, I think you will know the uh, the last song on it. Uh, if you've ever been to a club that plays show tunes, they often like to play that that. Um, Peggy Wood singing Climb Every Mountain, but but Junior yeah. Vasquez remixed it. So she's like, climb, climb, climb. Yes. You know, and there's like a beat that was made for this movie. First time I heard that, I thought I was having a mini stroke. It is. Uh, I will play these uh, when we, you know, as the week on Twitter, I'll find all this stuff because it actually is really hard to find this soundtrack. Uh, and then there's one other one. There's like a gospel performance of you'll never walk alone that is a little pitchy i'm just going to tell you that right now everybody that she when she gets to the end you'll never walk alone you'll never but it's kind of entertaining to hear her really try to reach for it um it's a weird campy messed up dark and the movie is like if you can get your hands on this movie it's like is messed up, but it's actually strangely entertaining too. I think it has like a twenty eight percent rate, like rating on like Rotten Tomatoes. It's bad, but 
the, the Rogers and Hammerstein camp factor, the fact that they worship the, them, uh, it's just too many weird things together that you thought, how in the world did someone think to put this together in 1998? And for some reason, it, I know about it. And and Robbie, when I showed him my thing, he was like, that's on my phone right now. I have the soundtrack. This is incredible. I've never even heard of this. So welcome to Whoop Whoop. You got Rob, me, my friend. Welcome. Is it on uh, iTunes or Netflix? It is not on Spotify. It's on Amazon. You can buy the CD there. I would have What about to the movie? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I will look. I I might maybe quickly look that up. Well, I do not think so. I think it's really. I think it's like out of print. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? One yeah. of those things because I, I believe I saw it on VHS. Oh my gosh! Um, because okay. it was not a hit show, uh, a movie, um, but it was just entertaining and weird enough and relates to musical theater enough that I kind of took. Interest. I think that's br- brilliant. <laughs> Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Yeah, I love it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Well, I'm going to welcome you now to my favorite What thing. do you have? Like that little segue? Yeah, that was actually really... No, it's not on Netflix. It's what not, do you uh, have? Um, okay. It's a musical. I love a musical. And it was okay. in 1979. Ooh. Carmelina. No, you, that was earlier than that. I'm a woman. Actually, I'm a woman. I actually really love the score to Carmelina. I love the score to Carmelina too. Lerner, yeah. Alan J. Lerner, Alan J. Lerner, Burton and Lane. Lane. Yeah, Burton Lane. Carmelina, which is literally the same plot as Mamma Mia. Exactly the same plot as Mamma Mia. But stolen from a film called Buenos Santa Mrs. Campbell. Yes, that's right. So it's it's it has it has a lineage. Yes. But Carmelina is not one of my favorite things this week. Although, okay. ask me again in a few weeks. 1979, you brought up a really good point. You were just working on a show in Massachusetts. Yes, right, the one woman which show. Which was a one woman uh, book show. Book, original and, book musical. And you said, are there any shows that are uh, a book musical right. like that? And a, a listener reached out to us and said, uh, possibly the new show, The Lion. Are you kidding me? That Ben Shure is doing. But Rob, that's the same director who did my show. Oh, and the really? lion premiered at at Merrimack when they were going. That's the whole reason why oh we gosh, went to Merrimack amazing. because he, uh, uh, um, Sean Daniels, who was the artistic director at Merrimack, he directed that second is that second stage, right? Uh, the lion. I don't know where it, it was, was in New York, and and yeah. he directed that, and then it went on a tour. And he yes, oh, that, so that's the reason why he. So okay. oh my god, that's amazing. So the lion. So I was doing research though before our listener was kind enough to say the lion. Thank you, listener with the and, lion. Good um, connection. And it was just on our. It, they just sent it to us on our WordPress site, so they didn't leave an anonymous. It's anonymous, so yeah, we don't yeah, know yeah. who said sure. it. So otherwise, they give them the credit. Um, I but it. I did some research. I found a one woman show from 1979, and I said, I wonder if this is 
an original book musical. And it's not because it is a book musical, except for the fact that the songs are pre-existing. Oh, Mad Woman of Central Park? I just mentioned it. The Mad Woman of Central Park West. Kevin, I have lost sleep over whether or not I should present this. I'm not joking. Because uh, does isn't there a Bernstein song in it? And isn't there? It's okay. So for for our listeners who might it's not like know, the Holy Grail of cast recordings. I feel like a little like bit. hard to find. Yeah, on Apple Music. God damn it! Nice. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up on Spotify. Right but now. even better, this is why I want to send yes. it to us tonight. So for those of us who don't know, the Mad Woman of Central Park West came out in 1979. It was a one woman off Broadway show that starred musical comedy heroine Phyllis Newman, mm-hmm. married to successful lyricist and book writer Adolph Green of Compton and Green fame, had a lovely daughter by the name of Amanda Green, who we know as the lyricist of such things as High Fidelity. Hands on a hard body, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and in the 1970s, after her Broadway career sort of settled down, Phyllis Newman was a staple on TV variety shows. So she would go on to like Merv Griffin and Johnny Carson and talk Amazing. for a little bit and then go sing and all that stuff. She was so famous on talk shows that even Andrea Martin would do impressions of Phyllis Newman on talk shows. Wow. So she was just sort of a staple. Yeah. But she wasn't satisfied because she's like, I'm just doing these talk shows. I'm not a Broadway actress anymore. And I'm not really Phyllis Newman, the Tony Award winning actress who beat out Barbara Streisand. I sand because that's a big claim to fame yeah. for her. She's like, I'm Amanda Green's mother. So I feel like I'm losing my identity. So she put together a one woman show called The Mad Woman of Central Park West and uh, did it off Broadway. Now, here we go. This is why I was torn about it. There is a recording of it, and the recording is fabulous. Because the recording is pre-existing songs. So we have Stephen Sondheim's song from um, Hotspot, Don't Laugh. Oh, wow. Which he wow. did not write. He gave it as a gift to Mary Rogers. That's right. right? Yeah, that's, that's right. We have Barry Manilow's Copacabana. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Um, I'd love to know the context of that one. We have one. the title song, and I cannot figure out who wrote this. So if anybody knows, please tell me. This title song was called, my not, not the title song, but the main number was called, My Mother Was a Fortune Teller. Hmm. The album is great, but great performances on PBS recorded the entire performance. What? And it is on YouTube. Shut up. So, Phyllis Newman, One Woman Show, The Mad Woman of Central Park West is entirely on YouTube. Now, Kevin, why did I lose sleep over this? Why, Rob? When I was doing research, the critic, John Simon, Uh said that the show was, quote unquote, above all, embarrassing because Phyllis Newman in the show plays an actress who is not named who has barricaded herself in her bedroom and keeps telling her annoying daughter stop bothering me get away from me I'm trying to figure out my life stop being such a little jerk I'm a mom I need an identity I'm not just your mother and she talks all about her husband who we don't see who's a very famous lyricist and book writer and is much more intelligent than she is it is so autobiographical so here's the issue the book was written by Arthur Lawrence and it was directed by Arthur Lawrence it is probably one of the worst books of a musical. It is embarrassingly bad. The, the man who gave us one of the greatest books ever of a musical. It's not Phyllis Newman. It's literally the book. The book, it's not her. <laughs> this is because she's a wonderful actress. And wow. she's up there with, and it's jokes about like, it's all 70s jokes. Like, I don't have enough Xanax for this. 
And then she sings like a really weird song called Cheerleader, which is all about how there was a happy little housewife who was a cheerleader to everybody. And she worked and her husband works at, she does this cheer. She goes, give me an H, give me an R, give me an H, give me an R. H and R block. Like stuff like that. <laughs> I had no my, idea, Rob. My asshole oh my literally gosh. went from this, it's, it's, it's an open circle now, mm-hmm. to this clenched, clenched as can be because I'm so embarrassed for her. But here's why I think you should watch it. Okay. She knows how to put over a number in a style that nobody knows how to do anymore. So I'm actually making all of my students watch it because one of the big issues that I have with a lot of, I'm going to sound like such an old man, one of the issues that I have with a lot of contemporary singing is that whenever a lyric is not being sung and it's just the music, the performer does nothing to justify why the music is even continuing on. So for example, if there's a triplet or a downbeat in the accompaniment, a lot of times young performers just sort of stand there. A lot of young performers don't even know what a button is at the end of a song. They don't know what to do with it. What I think is so amazing about her performance is every single note is physically or emotionally justified in the music. And, and I'm in, in her performance. Yeah. And so that's why I want people to watch it. Um, but like I said, it is it is really one of the worst books of a musical I've ever seen in my entire life. She is great. That's why I literally lost sleep over this because I didn't know how to present it. And I think you can listen to the, the recording doesn't do the justice to what I need you to see to understand oh, why I she's watch so it. good oh, at this. Oh, I, I had no, I cannot believe I've never stumbled across And I want to ask Amanda Green and be like, this is so clearly you. She's literally the imaginary daughter that she's like, stop bothering like me. The stop timing of it is me. too perfect. I mean, I'm like, that's like, uh, you're yeah. an invisible character. Oh, and then there's a scene where she does like, I don't know if it's like group therapy. It's very 70s, <laughs> like this group therapy thing. And the voice of her therapist who keeps going, what do you think, Dodo? What do you think, idiot, is Arthur Lawrence? Oh, wow. And none of the songs transition correctly in the book. (laughs) So for example, she could sing like Copacabana and she'll do a 10 minute monologue about like cheese fries and be like, I love cheese fries and cheese fries are great. And this, 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 you know where you get good cheese fries at the Copa. <laughs> Copa. There's literally like no trend. And oh. it's, although you know what works kind of well is don't laugh. Cause mm-hmm. what don't, don't laugh is, is it's her saying when I first started dating uh, Adolph Green, I was really intimidated by him. And then I thought I would do better and I thought I would impress him. Um, but I'm just not that kind of girl. Oh. And then she went into don't laugh, yeah. which is natural. Okay, the story you're building, right. that's right. the only time it works. And the song that she sings 90 times is called My Mother Was a Fortune Teller. It is literally, I think, the worst song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Who so, wrote it? I don't know. Because wow. every time I Google My Mother Was a Fortune Teller, I yeah. get like these weird autobiographies <laughs> from people. But like Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. <laughs> my dear. What? Yeah, what was it? She's like, call me. I'll tell you. Flip the card. Flip the card, dear. Don't call me. That was my worst Jamaican I accent. Was like, I hope you enjoyed it. And that. she wasn't even Jamaican. It was a fake she accent. She was from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, he's now going into Chicago as Roxy Hart. Get that Weissler celebrity casting in there. Yeah, Barry, he told us he keeps an eye out for the talent. He knows. Barry knows. Barry knows. So anyway, like I said, I I, I literally lost sleep over this because I didn't want to make fun of it. I don't want to be diminishing anything. I'd love to have her as a guest. Well, it'd be great to talk to her about it and ask her because but I what I need you to see is just the way she puts over a song is 
brilliant and it's a style of acting that i don't think is around anymore and i think it should be because it brings it makes the music actable it yeah, makes the, the music's part of the story yeah but do you know what i'm talking oh, about like Somebody, liza does it a lot too liza oh will give God, you like a hit and a hit you know oh, like, uh, hum, so, uh, bum, uh, hum wh- people i suppose you know like oh you're so over. so liza minnelli phyllis newman that i mean that that's really what we're judy looking would for sing that judy way too. garland yeah. would sing that way um yeah that's so that's but i think phyllis newman does something really interesting and so does something really special and also celebrates a musical theater performer who I feel not many a lot of people know as much anymore. I agree. It's and like her worst fears happen actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause we have, I don't want to say forgotten her, but I think like I worry that a younger generation doesn't know. I mean, a younger generation might know her because she's a you know the Phyllis Newman Health Initiative for women, oh, which indeed, is which indeed. I mean, so they know, but they don't yes. know. I think they might not know. Oh, she was an actress beforehand, right. exactly. Um, we, and I would love to sit down and talk with her, but until yeah. I get the chance to do that, I'm going to sit here on YouTube and keep watching the Mad Woman of Central Park West, and well then you're going to go home and watch. Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Listen to the soundtrack if you don't want to watch the movie. <laughs> I want to watch the movie. You do. You actually do. But the songs of the soundtrack are not in the movie. They were made specially. I kind of want to get a tattooed over my ass. <laughs> Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Is that okay? A little tramp stamp. <laughs> That's a little tramp stamp. It's actually stamp. the original title of the Mad Woman of Central Park West. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, whoop, to whoop, whoop Whoop. Well done. <laughs> Arthur Lord's like, no, Dodo. I'm the best book writer there is. <laughs> Okay, Arthur. Yeah. Whatever you say, Arthur. All right. Till next uh, time. Bye, everyone. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.